Hey guys, welcome back for another episode. Stoked to be here. Before I get into who my guest is today, I just want to say uh, we recorded this episode right before the 2016 presidential election. And yeah, I don't really like to get political on this show, but um, I just want to say like uh, I followed it all that night and uh, once the news broke out that Trump was elected, I seen nothing but fear all over social media, and I went to bed just reading all that shit, and I woke up super early in the morning, which is rare to me, to go to a gig that I wasn't too enthusiastic about, and I shit you not, as I was half asleep, I checked out the window, hoping everything was just in flames, and... There was nothing but chaos and death, so I didn't have to go to work, but that was that was not the case, and uh, yeah, this reading all social media gave me some weird dreams and shit like that, and uh, it's unfortunate that I didn't get to call in to work for being Trumped or whatever, and like, yeah, fuck a snow day, we need a Trump day, let's make this happen, but I know lots of people will not agree with that, but uh, whatever. I like to make jokes once in a while. Fuck you. And speaking of political jokes, right before the election, like, something cosmic happened to me, too. And, like, shit like this happens to me all the time, but I never have any proof. Like, I can tell people things like this, and um, and they'll just have to take their word for it or just think I'm a liar, but... What I'm about to say is just, like, some of the weird shit that happens in my life. But, um, so I made, like, a joke on my Facebook and my Twitter, which is when I'm not, like, sharing a link to this show or sharing somebody else's work, it's probably 99% parody how I use social media. I don't take it too seriously. But right before the election, I wrote, I hope... The people of America vote for the worst president possible today because what our nation really needs is a new system of a down album. They haven't made an album in 12 years. Uh, Bush was president around then. Definitely a lot of their inspiration came from being mad at the system. And yeah, so I write that. And not even 24 hours later, I'm uh, I'm at my job the next day. I kind of open uh, my phone, and I see on Twitter a post from MetalInjection.net, and it says, Breaking news, System of a Down confirmed they will release a new album in 2017. So fuck me. Call me Nostrashamus. And... Um, yeah, that's, that's kind of cool news. Um, probably shit news if you hate System of a Down. And I don't know. It's like I'm kind of cool that that kind of happened on record. Like lots of people on Facebook were surprised. But like shit like that happens to me all the time. And it's kind of creepy. It makes me think uh, like it's really deeply about life. Like what is this? Is fate real? Am I a god? Is there, like, <clears throat> some psychic layer of things that sends me messages? I start thinking about space. I start thinking about infinite space and galaxies that we've never discovered. The parts of the ocean we've never seen. I think about who created us. 
And if we find that out, who created that guy or girl or entity or all of the above? It's 2016. You got to be politically correct and accept the cosmic trannies. Anywho, I do not know what life is, but uh, it's fun to think about. And um, what I do know is I love podcasting. And today's guest is my man, photographer, producer, Lee Solo. And holy shit, this is a fucking awesome episode. Um, it just after after this conversation, Lee just got me fired up on life. Um, he uh, kind of goes through his story, and we only scratched the surface of it. I'm gonna have to get him on a part two, but just oh, wow, like going through tragedy and like kind of grabbing life by the balls. It's a very inspirational tale he tells, and. Uh, you're actually going to, like, throughout their conversation, I don't know, but you might be have moments where you get worried of some of the stories he tells. <laughs> like, uh, there's a couple moments where uh, he just looked death in the face and said, fuck you. It's just this crazy journey of doing what you love and pursuing it. And I remember, I haven't listened to this episode back yet, but I remember we just, just go into tangents of intense passion. And I think this one's going to be awesome for your ears today. So I'm going to shut the fuck up and send that to you right meow. From Pacific Junction Hotel, Girth Radio. So we're here back again, Girth Radio, Pacific Junction Hotel. It's actually not a hotel, but most people <laughs> think it's a hotel. But Wait, it used to be a hotel? I don't even think that. I think it's just a, a confusing ass name, <laughs> Pacific Junction Hotel. Because every guest I have, Amazing. and you even sent me Amazing. a text, I'm almost <laughs> at the hotel. And then I had uh, my buddy, comedian friend Sandeep in the other week and he's like just kept saying on the mic it's not a hotel you cannot <laughs> stay here guys yeah i'm going out ask them ask them right away like, Yo, what's up with this hotel yeah, how much is a fucking room yeah how much is <laughs> yes yes aye, yeah aye. oh yeah you can say whatever shit fuck hunt because that just unless like fucker, no but shit yeah. and fuck are just like part of my normal vocabulary so i just need if, if i can just like express in that way it's more helpful i might change it up if my grandma just says oh i've, I've, <laughs> I've, I've been started listening. i've been listening <laughs> <laughs> but right now the format is like whatever the fuck you want all dude. right all right yeah. all right but anyways we're here with lee Solo, yes. aka Solo Red, yes. aka Shot by Solo, yes. aka any other aliases? Uh, no, that's pretty much. You, you got it. You got okay, it. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> that's that wraps it up. That's wicked. But uh, but yeah, it's it's great to have you in here Thank as well, you, sir. Because like like I said to you out there, this show kind of celebrates creative minds and creative people, and just like people who are kind of living an abstract path Ooh. and going against the grain. Yep, and. I, I know I don't get to talk to you that much, but I see your posts and stuff like that. And you've been like in the past couple of years, just this journey of ups and downs. And yep. But 
what's beautiful and very expiring to me is like you always prevail like throughout these situations from the lowest of the low and just keep going and like what what kind of like drives you to keep going like i know that's kind of a vague question no no but i i I hear what you're saying and to be honest with you i in some ways, I don't know in my own head if I prevail as much as uh, that everyone thinks I do. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, like we all go through doubts and all those different things on our own. But uh, yeah. I definitely, uh, I just, to me, it's like, it's about keeping pushing. Because I, to me, like the idea of giving up and, and doing something crazy, like, you know. I don't want to start this topic off on a, yeah. on a negative note. Yeah, 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 like, you know, suiciders jumping off a building. But the point being is that, like, I would never, I just, I just can't, I never could give up like that. I have, there's, mm-hmm. there's always something to live for. There's always another try. There's always another, you know, place that you can do something. Like, there's always another passion you can follow. Like, there's, light, there's life is a gift. You know what I mean? And to me, it's just like, that's, that's what it inspires me to be like, you know, if this yeah. if one thing isn't working, then I'll find something else that does. Yeah, and uh, I I feel that as well too. Do you know what I mean? Like, like, yeah, so like, but some people like they don't have that. Like I notice, like some people they stub their toe. You're and right. Their fucking week is done. You're right. Their but I guess you know what done. it is, and maybe maybe because pe- people like you and me we're, yeah. we're creative, yeah. and creative people live with a different passion and a different intensity for life. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes it does get pretty intense. I like the word intensity it is, because, like, you know, I'll be real with you. I had a couple girlfriends tell me that I'm I'm intense because <laughs> because sometimes maybe they're not as they're just kind of like coasting through life and they're just cool to do with whatever they're doing as as well guys you know and people who just coast and they're just doing whatever that you know the 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 path that we were told by our parents and our guidance counselors and our teachers and everyone else that we're supposed to go follow this get a job do it for 40 years or even if you get another one in a couple years but you know, white picket fence and house and and two kids and the nuclear family, you know, all that shit. Like mm-hmm. to me, it's uh, that's like that's fine for some people. But was that was that the focus ever really on us being happy? I don't think so. I think the focus was on us following a path. Yeah, and just that was, getting by. That was told. And, that was told to us. That was the path that they had. They had gone by, but it doesn't necessarily mean that it was the path to successfully being happy. Mm-hmm. So I. Th- to me, like I feel like uh, breaking that up and figuring out your own way is the, is is the best way. Like, and and right now I'm I'm not totally sure what I'm doing, but I know that it's I don't want to do what I'm what everyone else is doing. Yeah, I kind of feel that as well. People <laughs> ask me, uh, "Oh, where are you going with this? Where are you going with your video? Where are you going with your podcast?" Where are you? It's like I don't know. Something good is happening now and i'm just rolling with it and trying to make it better than yesterday type of thing yeah and tell me that half your friends aren't uh jealous (laughs) (laughs) i don't know of your uh, no but i'm saying of your own like not even jealous but envious of some ways of your of your freedom yeah you know what that that is pretty true too like i have conversations with some of my friends friends that have kids yeah and i remember at some of my lowest points like because i like go through dips doing this kind of stuff too for sure that's the point of being creative about it yeah yeah (laughs) you get i don't either i keep up a good show online because we all learn that no one wants to hear you bitch about your your problems online so you Mm -hmm. keep up a good show but sorry to cut you off no it's all good but But it's just like you know what i'm saying yeah sometimes it's like when i hit those like bottoms 
I kind of looking around and it's like, oh, I think like one of the worst things to do is to compare yourself to other people. Oh, man, that's because everybody's w- their own fucking person. And the thing is, is but, that we like, like I just said to you is that I keep up a good show online. Yeah, right? yeah. So, so the idea is is that uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all these different things, for the most part, if you're smart, uh, it's your highlight reel. Mm-hmm. Unless you're that retarded person who, uh, sorry, I'm not trying to be offensive <laughs> to any retarded people, but I'm just saying, unless you're that not so smart person who uh, posts, ah, my life sucks. I'm like, I'm like, in like, just constantly posting your drama. Like, don't yeah, do yeah. that. You're, you're, no one likes you. Everyone's looking at you and judging you, and just trust, trust me. No one gives a shit about you on that. You're only your real friends will call, will care about you when you, when you give, when you say that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, in any case, so go, so everyone post their highlight reel and then we're usually looking at facebook when we're bored or not doing anything so we're looking at facebook or instagram and all these different things when we're not doing anything and then looking at other people's highlight reels yeah so of course <laughs> and you're gonna feel and you're like oh i'm not doing shit like, yeah so you feel like shit like it's it's a psychological proven thing that they've done in studies you know all that, all that shit so i i realized that and that's why i like you know like i much love to everyone who likes and comments on all my stuff and my apologies for not commenting back and saying thank you on all my Instagram things because I honestly post and get the fuck off. Yeah. yeah. Because I don't like looking at shit too much because it fucks with me. Yeah. You're very similar to me too. And like I post sometimes like so much, like I'd say like maybe once a day I, I post oh, something yeah. just cause I'm trying to build a brand as well type of thing. But what people don't get is they see those posts all times of the day and they think I'm always on Facebook. And even like I have family members on there and they want to talk to me about Facebook and stuff. I'm like, yo, I spend the small time of my life on there. It's it's all about some, the the social media is, is is very far from the truth. It's like reality television. Like, you know what I mean? Reality television isn't real. Like all like the from from the Bachelor to uh, back in the days with all those MTV shows like The Hills and MTV Lot or MTV uh, whatever what was that show? Laguna Beach yeah and there but was uh, those were supposed to be the like they were actually thing. like but they were actually like supposed to be like these kids who were doing the thing but then it was all came out to be that the producers told them like oh you broke up last night okay you're gonna need to break up again for us on camera like mm-hmm. that's fucked up dude like so the fact that like. Reality te- t- television has been bullshit since the moment it came out. So, so, so true. is so is social media. Mm-hmm. But we all just we all just keep up an impression of our of it's a, it's our own reality show that everyone that we put out the image that we want to everyone that we look and girls like skin they the the amount of skin <laughs> treatment on girls and God forbid they perf- they pose in front of some tiles in the background and then the tiles do this weird warping thing because like oh they pushed in their waist but the war you know all the, <laughs> all, all, the, all, the, all the tiles a bunch went of with them. Obst- optical yeah. illusion yeah. bitches <laughs> so that's what I'm saying it's all bullshit you man. should get like, shot by solo if you want yeah if you want your shit to look proper come holler at your boy yeah and I want I want to get into your photography stuff which yes. is fucking amazing thank beautiful you, stuff thank you but man. i want to kind of go back in time when we started working with each other yes. and you were doing the music thing yes. that's solo uh, red director sean so loaded <laughs> you know what's crazy where's my keychain oh shit do you still have it bro shut up i might have this oh is it still on there though still it's actually a fucking solid bottle open i know most i know most people tell me that like the print is worn off that's what i 
Yeah, it's in there something where okay, okay. it's still your uh your uh it's so loaded. So loaded of uh, what's it called? It Bottle opener yeah, 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 for yeah. your EP. Yeah, man. And it's handy. It's been on there for like Yo, years. But I yeah, your your prints off which prints sucks. Off. I sometimes I forget it's like yours and then like I was thinking about it today. I'm like, oh I still got like uh, Lee's thing. I use it Yo, all the time. I've had some I've had a few people tell me they're like, Yo, check this out, I still got your shit from and like that was it was a cool it made it made sense when the album's called So Loaded just to give you a free bottle opener with the with the EP. Yeah, but, uh, and it was a fun music, good yeah. vibes, just like party and music. It was, and, and it was and it was awesome when you uh, that day that you we made that video together. It was a cool day. Yeah, it was uh it was one of the most fun I had like shooting a music video. Straight um, up, I've been on like lots prof- of videos, yeah. like professional shoots and stuff. Like that was just me still learning my craft as totally, well. Totally. But it was, we just had a really fucking fun day and like, it was exciting. Like we were taking like action shots of like the car rolling up. I was outside of your buddy's uh, SUV hanging out the back on the Gardner Expressway. Yeah. Yeah. Straight up. Like you guys are like rapping going like a hundred miles an hour. (laughs) It was awesome. And we had the bikes. But the bikes is my favorite. So like, yeah, again, I'm in this, the back of this vehicle, just drive cruising by and they're like on their bikes. Like yeah, rapping and, cool. oh, and then we and then sick. we finished it off with yeah. a little party at the uh, at the beach, remember? Yeah, and we yeah. had a little barbecue, little bocce you can barbecue, and we had some hot dogs and uh, and Angela was the one girl that was there, and like, <laughs> yeah. and just, like all the guys around, yeah, yeah, and all the guys drinking. We were all drinking like tequila out the bottle and shit like that. Yeah, and it was a good day, man. It was like it, it was a uh, it was just a fun video. Like it was, mm-hmm. I uh, I appreciate like doing like that like that 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 video yeah and it was just very cool to get to know you like as like an artist and straight um, up because we had met with with specialists shit before yeah yeah but we had never really but that day like a day like that too like when you go through making a music video like you learn people's like you learned shit about people, and you, <laughs> yeah, and you yeah. definitely. I'm sure you learned shit about me that day. Like that, I get a little. I can get a little stressed, or I can get a little bit like, "What the fuck is going on?" At the, like, but at the same, same time, time, you were managing like 20 people. I was managing map, and I was trying to get more people out to the video to the beach, and then you and you had Ki. You remember Ki, yeah, like yeah. the greasiest motherfucker you ever met, <laughs> and he was just like you. And we were driving. Remember, I was driving his whip and everything, yeah. and like. <laughs> Man, that shit was crazy. But that like, was nuts, yeah. That was, uh, that was a good day, though. Yeah, like, and, and it was, and it was it cool, cool. to like, work with you and, like, see your studio at the time yeah, and yeah. everything. And, like, I don't know. There was just such a warm vibe into that whole area. And it was like, very guerrilla. It was just, you know, it was, it was guerrilla style. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? That guerrilla style shit. We didn't even, like, those days when we shot that day, we, we were just like, all right, we're going to shoot. Uh, this area looks good. And I was like, we kind of had general areas that we thought of, but we just really didn't, we didn't even have it that super planned out and it just kind of worked out and we did our thing. And uh, I think the guerrilla style of it gave it that more, like what you're saying, like that warm feeling. Yeah, this. it was just a kind of real moment of people having totally, a good time totally. and everything and that came out in your music. And like, Thanks, I brother. feel like you as a person as well. And yeah, like I, I said, it was, it's like, it was always cool to come over to that studio area and just... Again, you had like this little setup of everything. It was the and, man. It was a dope studio. And I it I don't was, know if you're exhausted of the story. No, telling the story. Uh, I'm not exhausted, but, but it, yeah, something tragic happened <laughs> to this yeah. place. And I remember seeing your post, and I couldn't believe it. And just those few memories I had there, I was just like, "Holy fuck!" Yeah. 
just because that place, lot- you can tell like that was like you put your heart into it, yeah. and it was years of building. It wasn't the- just the average studio, you no, know I mean? no, because like it was a, uh, it was above a, you know, it was an apartment above a store on College Street. So it's like you know, like, but it was a, it was a dope little spot with two bedroom, mm-hmm. and I, and one bedroom was my bedroom, and the other bedroom was was a studio. Yeah, and so I was able to utilize, and I live up by myself, and I turned that second bedroom into the dopest little studio with like the. Like everyone, anybody who ever came in there was like, "Yo, can I make this my home studio?" Yeah. Like every single person said that. Because also, I'm an awesome engineer. But mm-hmm. uh, aside from that, the fact that like there was like just pure hip hop posters I had been collecting since the '90s. Yeah. Uh, up on the ceiling, and then like beautiful like stu- studio shit on the walls, and like fucking you know dual screens and two Macs, two PCs, comfy chairs, comfy chairs, like techniques, nice CDJ, CD turntables patch bay and like i had it pro tools and logic and i had it all and it's 500 cds 500 vinyl mm-hmm. and then like in in may of 2015 i woke up to the smell of smoke at 3 30 in the morning and uh opened up the hallway door and the whole hallway was on fire and i was like holy just sh- like fuck. like flames not just even smoke, like- not even smoke the whole hallway was on fire which is my exit like yeah. that's my door, and then it's it, to a hall, to a either to either to the stairwell to the out to the side door or to the across the hall. I went to a wooden fire escape. So either way, the hallway yeah, was on fire. Burning, I, I couldn't, burning, I couldn't yeah. get to the fire escape or the st- the internal st- stairwell. And turns out the fire escape was what where the fire started. So there wouldn't have that wouldn't have been a smart choice to go to anyways. Okay, so at that moment, like, what do you think? It's like I, I can imagine just pure panic. Like, just, yeah, and like, I like I I ran to the kitchen. Because I'm half asleep, thinking maybe I can do, I can grab. Because I was so paranoid of, of of fire at this place, yeah. That I had three fire extinguishers, three smoke alarms, like. But I actually woke up to the smell of smoke before I, the smoke. I woke up to the smell of smoke, took two steps, and then the smoke alarm started going off. Like that's how, like I was sensitive to like everything, bro. Mm-hmm. And uh, I. So anyways, I open up the door, I see smoke, I run back to the kitchen to grab one of those fire extinguishers. I turn on this on the lights in the kitchen. Smoke is just pouring through the ceiling t- tiles. Holy shit. And I'm like, yeah, this is beyond my firefighting capabilities. So it's like around you and above you. Well, it's like basically out in the hallway, and yeah. now it's the smoke is pouring through oh, the ceiling. okay, so it's like going it's, through It's the pouring through the ceiling. There's no, I don't even have vent. It's not even like I have heat in my place. Yeah. So like, it's just pouring through the ceiling tiles. Like the, like, you know, the the tile ceiling like yeah, yeah yeah so i'm like this is way beyond my firefighting capabilities so i run back to the front door i put on my lebrons and i freaking run i look at i go to the studio and i punched out the studio like the screen window and i just took one last look at the at the studio and was like i thought about the hard drives and i was like you know if i don't know if i'm gonna survive this fall much less me throwing hard drives so fuck it I'm just gonna jump myself and fuck trying to save hard drives. Oh so I, uh, so I climbed out the window, th- 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 you know, third floor, thirty. Yeah, I was gonna say like of a, of a commercial like, building, so yeah. it's about thirty something feet up. And like this is like facing the alleyway there. Yeah, so concrete, it's just concrete, concrete on the down floor. below. Yeah, holy yeah. shit. So I'm like, uh, so I decided to try to lower myself at least my height. And, uh, and, then and, fall. and, and basically, so I held, I lowered myself as far as like, I could hold on to the ledge of my window and I like held on to like, I was low, you know, lo- low as high, as low as my height and my arms. And then I was like, okay, I saw like, th- there's a duct for the restaurant below me. 
And I was like, okay, maybe I can try to like shimmy down this duct, like this metal duct. And so I shimmied across the window ledge to the duct, and soon the last thing, and then and then as I was getting to the duct, two dudes ran around the corner, and shadows to the owner and the lead bouncer of Sneaky D's, who had saw the fire. Yeah, because that's just like right at the corner there. Right? Over at the corner there, they saw the fire, and they were like, okay, they started running over there, like, hey, does anybody need? Oh, dude, shit, hold on, they saw me because I was the first one out, yeah. and they saw me, and they're like, oh, dude, wait, 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 and then I, but I was trying to grab that metal duct. And last thing I remember is touching the metal duct and going, ow, that's hot. Oh, man. And, and then, then I fell? And then I woke... Next thing I remember is waking up and blood coming out of my head. Holy fuck. So basically what happened was the shock of the heat made me let go of that duct. Because I, I don't remember yeah. trying to being able to shimmy down it at all. all it, it just I just dropped. And the bouncer got to me just in time to catch my legs. And then my head swung over and cracked the ground. Holy shit. So, but... I jumped right up. Fuck. I'm glad you're okay, I man. I jumped right okay. up. Touched the back of my head, blood pouring out of it. And I was like, whatever. Like, then I started catching all my neighbors because they all, we all came out the windows. Four different apartments. Yeah, there's nowhere to go with that hallway there. No. We all came out. And, like, my place got burnt the worst, though. And the, the ambulance guys, like, I had to take you away. And they took me to the ambulance and took me to the hospital. I saw myself on CP24. One man taking the hospital from the college in Bathurst. I was like, yo, that's me. <laughs> I'm famous. I'm, you know, I'm famous. <laughs> yeah. So um, I was just, like, I was more concerned about getting back to the place and seeing what kind of oh, shit. Man. I didn't have a cell phone. I didn't have nobody's numbers. I didn't have nothing. So me and my looking like Bruce Willis with my bloody shirt, uh, I was like, they're like, you know, you want a different shirt to get on this? I'm like, give me, a, give me a streetcar token, and they're like, okay, but do you want a different shirt? And like, I was like, no, for once, I'm the crazy person on the TTC. So I jumped out there with my bloody shirt, and I got back to my apartment, and they were like, yeah, you want to go upstairs and grab anything out of there? I went back upstairs, and my cell phone burnt. Uh, I had BlackBerry and an iPhone. They were both burnt. My wallet, like, wet, and but still somewhat intact. Uh, I grabbed my bag of weed, and uh, my whole studio is, like, all fucking soaked and wet and everything. So I was just, like, I left it, and then I grabbed... But I looked at my camera bag, and it was yeah. in the kitchen, and or it was in the, the which was the room that was most burnt, and it was open, and it was soaked. But I opened up the bag and turned on the camera, and it fucking worked. Oh, my God. So, so is this kind of foreshadowing what sort happens of like, in your life? Well, and this is what people have been saying. It's like, yeah. you know, I've been moving away from the music for the last few years. Yeah. And for, and then all of a sudden, like, you know, out of all that's left over from that whole fire is my camera and not the studio. Yeah. So it's, wow. it's kind of like a sign, like, this is what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah. And it's kind of crazy, like, what you're doing with the camera right now is, like, that moment directed you... Oh, in the, way like it's no, that it, totally it, it was. I mean, that and you know, like two days after that, we put my mom in the hospital, and eight weeks to that day, she died at uh, the age of 58 from cancer, you know what I mean, July 20th of last year. So, mm -hmm. uh, like between those two events, like it, you know, it made it, like as much as I was like upset about all my possessions and everything that I've been doing. 20 pairs of Jordans, by the way, that yeah. were in boxes and all my CDs and all those different things. None of that shit mattered. No, it's your mother. Because like, like, as much as I could be upset about that stuff, my mom going in the hospital in the next couple of days really put things in perspective. Because like, who gives a fuck about your possessions? Your mom's in the hospital dying. Mm -hmm. 
And then she died. She's so young, too. And yeah. she, young. yeah, she, died. she didn't see me get married. She didn't see me get have kids. She, like, you know, she didn't see me. I don't care about getting married. But maybe I have kids one day, and, like, she doesn't get that seat grandchildren or any of that shit. Mm-hmm. So, that, like, between, and then I, you know, I, I'd been at a job for eight years, and in the last little while, I'd been feeling uninspired about it because I would, the photography was feeling more inspiring to me. So, to me, it was just a, it was a culmination of different shit that was just, like, Lee. We, you need to change the direction, trajectory of your life. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you need to find a new direction where you're going and do it in a more way that you're going to actually be happy. Because I wasn't happy. Yeah. And I'm still working on happiness. But I know that I'm on a better path to it now following what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. It's so powerful, dude. Like, fuck. <laughs> I got, like, goosebumps right now. Like, the, but, but, yeah. So, from... It's, it's so amazing how like your camera was like the only thing it is. that it's was crazy and i see your work now you got your brand shot by solo and you've just been on a tear of like this quality work Thanks, and bro. i even remember when we were working on your music video you had an idea that you wanted to put pretty girls on skateboards yep. and stuff like remember that, that shit, i remember eh? that oh my man and my dude man. this is like kind of i always wanted to tell you that but i'm like i'm like yo I, i'm gonna save it for the show oh, anyways <laughs> you remember because, that no because like that was honestly yeah i hadn't even like i like here's 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 the backstory is that i used yeah. to shoot like photos with an ex-girlfriend like in the early 2000s but they were all very private photos with the next girl yeah yeah, yeah. we didn't really put them out there that much you know what i mean uh so but and i shot that all with like a point and shoot camera like whatever but i got like some ideas and some skills and some and i knew i had an eye but because i had gone to school for music and everything i that was my focus Mm -hmm. so but it was probably around the time that i told you that that it was really coming into my head that i was like I'm sick of just sitting in a recording studio, letting my life go by while there's a world out there. Yeah. It's just like you want to get out, want to see things because I feel it too. I go through both being a videographer. Like sometimes I'm totally. on an adventure. Yes. And then after that adventure, I got to sit in my in bedroom for yes. a week and just I'm clicking and I'm just like, oh, and fuck. And then after yeah. a little while, you're like, hey, I need to get outside. And honestly, like it. I find it in myself constantly. When I when I came back from that road trip, dude, like, mm-hmm. uh, it was really hard to like in, on my soul to be inside a lot mm-hmm. because like I was so used to either driving or from and seeing constant different things in my face or like or seeing or being at a new hotel or a new city or like yeah. Yeah. So, so let's backtrack. Yeah, it's yeah. Back just so so the people I know. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's okay though because like uh, I I was I, was, good, I, was, it's a, it's I forgot segue. to ask you about the road trip too. Yeah, that's a good segue. And yeah, so you got the camera. I I don't even know the details of this. Well, I know you I, went on a trip. I followed you through social yeah. media doing this. Well, crazy basically, stuff I like I quit. So I I had this. My mom passed away, and while she passed away, I was on leave from work from the com- combination of the of my mom and the fire work you know i worked at an insurance company i paid enough into benefits they were allowed to give me some disability and just be off to be my crazy self dealing with all that shit mm-hmm. and uh and then finally in like september i was like i was like no nah, i can't go back to work i'm uh i'm gonna quit 
and I'm going to fucking go do what the fuck I want to do. The balls on this man. <laughs> yeah. I know. I quit a full-time but, job with, pro- with, with benefits and, and pension and all that shit, but you know what? And, which is incredibly difficult to have. But who gives a shit if yeah. you're at that job every day and you're hating your life? How did it feel to just like get it out of the way, Like even though you might have like oh, it was, a, a known in the future, but did it feel like a giant weight just got off did. your shoulder? It did, but I, also, like, I, had, I was also the only person in my apartment complex who had insurance. So, uh, I got thirty grand in insurance from okay. from that apartment fire. Now that said, their tally was like, "Oh yeah, we got like sixty grand." So, but my coverage was only for thirty. Yeah, so they were like, "Here's your 30. So, especially like I'm thinking of that studio you had saying, and everything. Saying, I had, I had over I had over sixty grand worth of stuff in there. So really, I got shortchanged. But thirty grand is better than goddamn nothing. Yes, because. To be real, the other three tenants had not had no insurance. Mm-hmm. The only most Toronto renters don't have insurance. Renters insurance. The only reason I did it is because I I lived in a hundred year old building and I had a lot of recording studio gear and I knew that my shit was worth money. Mm-hmm. I just didn't really tally it up or get proper insurance to know how much you know. Yeah, so in yeah. any case, thirty grand was better than nothing. I took my thirty grand. I bought a new camera, a better camera because I got to step my game up. Yeah. I bought a new car. And I got the fuck out of here for a little while. So a camera and a car. And a, and ro- and then a very expensive road trip. But you know what? Yeah. For that road trip, uh changed my life. And it and it, and I will I'm still reflecting on it every day, just about the way I felt and the way the things I did and the the way that you know, it was uh it was a life changing event. And being able to to live on the road and, and 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 it was a confidence builder on on so many levels. Oh, fuck yeah. I drove by I, myself. I, I stayed with people along the way that I knew from... It's funny how many people I knew from Toronto that were just randomly in Vegas or were in LA or were in... You know what I mean? So I would stay asleep on their couch or their floor, like whatever. I, like I also did a lot of motels, a lot of hotels and inns. Uh, I slept in my car a shitload, including in Vegas and, and like... Where was it? The... the something treasured uh the hidden uh what was that treasure island (laughs) treasure island parking lot that was my home base bro like yeah well it wasn't as magical i was sleeping in their parking lot on level five but let me just say that it was it was the good they had no security and i did my damn thing so the point is is that like yeah i went on this crazy road trip i left in october of last year i drove from toronto to vancouver to la uh san diego Grand Canyon, Vegas, uh, San Francisco, and wow. then I and then I rode off my car in northern San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Got in a car crash and the car got written off because all the airbags blew up. And I, the, the Canadian insurance company was very confused about what to do with me because I was all the way down there. Yeah, you're just like oh, again. So it's another like roadblock. Like, oh, things me. are kind of just trust going there smooth, was and then it there just was a couple. Smash that happens. There's there's some other ones with some 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 other things too. Yeah. I, I got lost in the desert in in uh, Grand in the veg, in Arizona. <laughs> After I went to the Grand Canyon, and then I then I was like, oh okay, I'm gonna go check out this waterfalls that I would thought was like two three hours away. So I started driving in the middle of the night, and then I almost ran out of gas. So I was like, well, I better just sleep here and run out of gas tomorrow morning instead of tonight. Yeah. So then I slept because I found out also that this place I was going to was a dead end, and then I found two people randomly camping, and they were like, oh, it's ten miles in. I'm like, fuck that. So then I like camped out for the night with some weird animal poop around my car the next morning. Oh, shit. And then I, like, I bounced in, like, 6 in the morning and almost ran out of gas as I, like, rolled into some fucking gas station. And 
Yeah. And then there was some other shit too, but like, dude, there's a lot. I almost got arrested a couple times in LA. Oh, serious? Yeah, yeah. Because there was the Sixth Street Bridge shit. I got on the news on, on, on NBC LA News, and they did an interview with me at the Sixth Street Bridge and everything, and... Yeah, was weren't they like gonna tear something? They're tearing down? it down. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So they so. saw, me, but so I was there a couple times, and we were climbing up the fucking. We were we were climbing up like the <laughs> braces and shit. Oh, really? And like one one side of the brace, like you were dropping like two hundred, maybe maybe like a hundred feet, maybe like seventy five, just onto the road. But if you dropped on the other side, you were dropping a good like four or five hundred feet down into the L.A. River. Oh and, my uh, god! Down where like the, you remember the movie Grease. Uh, where they shot the race scene? Yeah, yeah, just like in that, like it the, looks the cover, like a tunnel, the cover, yeah, yeah. Like and, they, they, and like Terminator, yeah, <laughs> said it at the same you got time, it, dude. You got yeah. it, you got it. You owe me a coke, and uh, yeah, so that's so, uh, but that's exactly where it is. So I got, I, I took my car down there, and I'm vexed because I kept losing GoPros, dude. I lost two GoPros on the trip. <laughs> Are they falling off bridges? And shit well, no, like... one of them I just was like a Huntington Beach, and I think I passed out for a nap. I passed out. For, I definitely passed out for a nap. Yeah. And when I, uh, and when I woke up. I had to run because I was late. So then I think when I was running along the beach, it might have dropped out of my pocket. But that one had some crazy good footage on it, including, uh, well, this really sexy girl doing some naughty things. So and somebody then, found like a little gold yo, mine. Yo, actually, fuck. I just thought about the fucking naughty things that were the gold mine. I only, <laughs> I forgot. Yeah, anyways. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully I'm not on there. Hopefully it's just her. Yeah. So anyways, shout out to the Vancouver girl. You might see and, yourself on like X videos or something yeah. down the road. And yeah. And then also, yeah, straight up. Well, Pornhub. I should look on Pornhub. Yeah. And um, <laughs> go GoPro. <laughs> hey, not my fault. I didn't upload it. I just I just lost it. And then I but I also um, uh, I was drifting my car down in the LA River. I had set up a tripod oh, in the shit. LA River, and then I like drove straight at the tripod in the last second, bust the e brake, and then I just went. Like Grease lightning, one eighty, right around. <laughs> you have to while you're there, and like, totally. So I did it again in the dark, but it wasn't the same. But yeah. because of the daytime, but so I lost that one, and then I lost another one at Multnomah Falls in Washington. Because uh, I was, I went there. I went back at three in the morning by myself in this dark forest. Tried to find it, couldn't find it. It was pissing rain. And I was like, this is sketchy, but I'm gonna do it. I mean, like honestly, like my level of bravery and and on. Uh, on this trip was kind of crazy. Like I just, I, f- I went up a mountain and be- this is like the closest I'd ever was to dying since the fire. I mm-hmm. uh, and and to be real, I used up seven and a half lives on this trip. So I plus the life from the fire, I yeah, probably have like a half one, life. I have one half life, life left. Yeah. But when I was in BC, on the way back, I went up in Squamish. There's a, it's called the Chief Stamina Wamas Chief or something like that, and it's like a big mountain and. I went up and I thought I was going to meet a friend there. She and her and a bunch of other people, and they they didn't show up. But I was like, "Fuck! I got to do this thing. I, I'm here. I'm only going to be here for a couple more days. I got to do this." So I climbed up this mountain. And again, Google, damn, taking advice from people on Google is not always the best idea. <laughs> and this guy's like, someone said, "Go off the path here and go this way." Yo, for the next forty-five minutes to an hour, like at least, maybe, yeah, I climbed. A seventy degree hill, like mountain, like kind of thing with big ass rock, and you know, like nature on nature's on steroids out in BC. Like trees are bigger, rocks are bigger, mm-hmm. everything's bigger. So I'm climbing up this thing. Then finally, I come to like a fucking like like a rock cliff like wall, and and I'm like straight up rock climbing on a ninety degree angle uh, with my tripod and my fucking camera bag. No and ropes. Like, no ropes. Nothing. And I'm just like climbing and I'm like, Lee, what are you doing? Like, how are you going to get back down this? 
And so I did that for a little while, and then I got up to a I got up to a look point, and I was like, okay, cool. But all these trees are in the way. I'm like, oh, I gotta go higher. So I went higher. I went higher, and then I went into some crazy brush, and I got it, and then finally get up to like the most dopest like lookout. I stayed there for like half an hour, took some photos, took some video that's in my mm-hmm. little documentary thing. And then I'm like, yo, I gotta get down. Yeah, up. now it's time yeah, to now go back. To, yeah. So I start going back through the brush. And there's no path. Just straight brush. And I'm going through this brush. And then I get through it and I go a little bit more. And then all of a sudden I get back out to like an edge. And I'm trying to find that 90 degree edge. I spent like probably half an hour to 40 minutes trying to find that edge, dude. And all oh I could God. find was like, you know where there's that, you know where there's that edge of like the tree kind of brush goes off the edge? And you have to like you don't know it's where like, the act you don't actually know where the proper edge is because the tree is so the tree like reaches out longer yeah, than, than, the, than the edge you got it place you're trying to meet you got it yeah. so that i'm like i'm trying to find it with my foot and i'm like whoa nope and my foot's like sinking down and i'm like i can't find it so then finally i turn around and i'm like okay i'm gonna go a different way so i went back a different way and then i'm like walking along all this moss and all of a sudden my foot slips down and I, my foot goes all the way down and like my leg goes like all the way in between two rocks and i'm like holy fuck and i lift my leg out and bro like the ross the, the moss had grown between the rocks but there was a gap between these boulders you know what i mean yeah yeah and then i pull out my leg and the, the fucking thousand foot drop between those boulders bro. holy I'm like, so now i'm tripping so then i start going but now it's dark yeah. Oh, it's almost dark. It's dusk. <laughs> and I brought a headlamp, but I hadn't turned it on yet, stupidly. And I'm like, I come out to this clearing, and I'm like, oh, okay, is this the fucking, is this like, yo, is that rock or is that moss? And I'm like, I think it's moss, so I should be able to go just, just step on it, right? So I step on it, and I go to step on it, and it, and go figure, it was all moss, but there was one, like, one-foot section where a little path of water was rushing down like this rock that yeah. was the moss was growing on top of the rock so the moss had grown away had, had, had flown away so everything else was moss in front of me but what I, my first step was just slippery rock and i fucked my first step i took a slip i took a step and boof i went sliding down like a water slide for like 15 feet like oh. gro- some, some groovy shit <laughs> you know what i mean and i'm like and i'm like whoa and then i just happened to grab onto a fucking tree branch and I grab onto it, and yeah. I fucking stop myself, and I stand up. Bro, I stand up 10 more feet. That water slide took me off the edge of the fucking 2,000-foot mountain. <laughs> Yo, I start tripping the fuck. I'm, like, I'm going to cry, like, hearing this story. <laughs> I call my homie, and I'm like, yeah. Yo, dude, I'm, at the, I'm like halfway down the, down the chief, and I'm like, it's dark, and I'm like, oh, I don't know what. He's like, dude, hurry the fuck up he like he lives there okay he, yeah, like, he yeah. knows the area he's like hurry the fuck up you are in cougar territory they won't you won't even know it's on you until it's eating your face hurry the fuck up and get out of there i'm like hey if you don't hear it from me in two hours like you better call me back and then call search and rescue and he's like okay fuck fuck lee fuck you hurry up oh dude i spent the next like shit. hour and a half hour and 45 minutes like just go keep going and i was sweating and it was like i was like if i if i'm not gonna stop until i break something yeah that was my man, idea you're, you're fucking strong like if i had like that fucking goonies moment as you said i would have probably been frozen for a day just like standing there like what just happened like yeah no i trust me bro like i i took i took shit to another level on that trip and that's why like to me is like 
Yeah. That, well, we, we started this in the way of being being inside. That's why, like, when you do that kind of shit, it's like, that's living life. Mm-hmm. Because, because, and I guess part of, like, you know, it's part of me jumping out of a fucking burning building and all that kind of made me a little bit more of an adventurous kind of person. Yeah. But I, I feel like, you know, like, if I survive that, I'll survive a lot of other things. That wasn't even my choice. Like I didn't light the place on fire and then see if I could survive it. No, no, that was, it's that just was, like the yeah. curveball that came your way. Exactly. You so if I'm the one, that punch yeah. Was. So if I give myself a little of a bit of a curveball, I should be able to still handle it. <laughs> yeah, be careful, though, man. Nah, trust me. I've had a couple people tell me like, <laughs> no more road trips. You done, you, done, <laughs> yo, you done got a little reckless in the last year. So and and I'll admit, but I don't know, you know life is for the living and like and in uh yeah maybe i'm upping my chances of things happening but it could happen to me just walking down the crossing back the street to my fucking car right now so why not at least have a little fun on the way there Mm -hmm. yeah fuck it's so beautiful and scary at the same (laughs) (laughs) i'm like look at my my arm you can always tell when i have goosebumps because the fucking hair on my arm yeah yeah yeah, i can't hide shit i'm like fuck dude i do the same shit bro i do the same shit well man oh that's that's fucking insane so like on this whole trip too like you're taking photos Taking GoPro video, taking video. Making the craziest reel. You're everywhere. Like, you probably, like, on this, how long was this trip? About six months. So, uh, in about six months, you probably done, like, what people do in, like, fucking five years. Yeah, because a lot of... all the locations. Yeah, because you you could go to, you could spend, you know, a, a vacation going to Vancouver. You could spend a vacation going to the Grand Canyon, to Vegas, to San Francisco, to LA, to San Diego. Those are a lot of separate trips yeah you know what i mean like and i did them all in one long trip and i saw to be appreciated is the drive like from vancouver to la through washington and oregon is a beautiful drive Mm -hmm. it's just and let's be also point out that washington and oregon have marijuana legalized for recreational use Really? You yeah. don't even need a goddamn license. You're, it's just As soon cool. as I crossed the border, I went to the shop, and I'm, like, looking each way, and I'm, like, you know. So it's just like buying candy at the store. Yeah. Like, I mean, they, we have some shop, shops in Toronto that have gone to the recreational now, too, but they're, yeah. still, they're not even legal. Yeah, yeah. There's, like, there's places open here that are kind of yeah, sketchy. It's sketchy. like, are you sketchy? A and that's what I'm saying. Like, no. Yeah. And, and when I was in L.A., like, I learned, too, and they never walk out. The, the biggest thing is, I don't care if you're in L.A., Toronto, Oregon, whatever, it doesn't matter place what you are. Yeah. When you walk out of the weed shop, do not walk out with a bag in your hand. Just put the shit in your pocket. Mm-hmm. Put the sh- It doesn't matter. I'll put it underneath your shirt if it's big and sli- slide in the... But never walk out of the weed shop with shit in your hand because you never know who's watching. Yeah. And even if it is legal. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. so Yeah, because they got weird laws there, like like it's the, it's half legal almost, but like in a federal it's, well California way, yeah, it's California like, it's not totally like yeah. And yeah. and even the license that they I bought in Venice Beach is not legal because you're supposed to have California residency uh, and I definitely don't have California hell residency. No. <laughs> I, I gave them I gave them the address of my I'm a hotel. Drifter. I gave them the <laughs> they're like, Okay, well just give us the the the, the address of your motel. I was like, All right. <laughs> just walking around but killing it like afro samurai but style it work, that license works in venice and hollywood it doesn't work in san diego because they're like yeah no that ain't legit mm. so yeah, yeah but california is awesome california is my favorite place in the world you ever been there 
Uh, yes, I have. You a have because you've done some KOTV, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Couple. Of, I I wish I could have stayed longer. Like every time I've been there, it's been like three days. One day yeah. was a work day. Yeah, two days fun days. Where like, where like in L.A. Uh, yeah, I uh, actually like the two times I was down there, I've been all over there. Like, because uh, the one the one trip there, it's like they bought us like all like this cheap motel like in fucking Inglewood. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but yeah. I didn't know like there's a there's a story I told last podcast with uh, my friend Miron who came with me. She works doing media yeah, shit with yeah, me yeah. too, and like yeah, we had an adventure there, and then it got less sketchy as people we knew started filling up this hotel but <laughs> but yeah and then i just around there i've been every like little i wouldn't say the sketchy boroughs but from hollywood to santa monica and yeah. i tried to see all that shit like as much as i can in a very too. short time but it's, my, it's, it's yeah i i don't care how much traffic is there i go i'd live there in a second mm-hmm Mm. There was a cool vibe to it. Very different. Like it's it's different, and and the thing is that it's not. It doesn't have to be just about like the glitz and glamour of Hollywood. Like, no, no. To me, like that's not what um I you know I like passing by that once in a while. But to me, it's more about the beach and the, the yeah and being able to be near. Like even if you do live in Hollywood or North Hollywood, or because North Hollywood's pretty good too, and like you know you can get to Santa Monica or like or the or Venice within like fucking you know depending. Just wait till it fucking gets later at night and then drive down. Like you know what I mean? So the traffic's not so bad. Yeah. Or mid afternoon, like there's times to work the traffic. And to be honest with you, coming back to Toronto, yo, Toronto's traffic is horrendous mm-hmm. for the small amount of space that we have compared to Cali, because uh, like. Cali has the same fuck. No wonder the the the, the, tra- the traffic is bad. Yeah. They have the same population as the entire ca- country of Canada. The one one state yeah. has the same population of Canada. So all it's not compacted. Yeah, all there. compacted, but and a lot of it being on the coast, right? Mm-hmm. So, considering we're a fucking city of only three point five million or four million. What the fuck is wrong with us and like our traffic? Again, man. we're like, all just trying to get to that same square, that little downtown yeah, car, and it just intersects. It's uh, like it's not spread out enough. No, and, and it was it was bad planning a long time ago. But that's that's the yeah. way it is with many cities. There's, so. there's something like I found there too. Like I only been there for like six days though, but there was like a good vibe with like the people. I don't know if they just. West Coast, man. Yeah. West just, Coast, man. I felt like I was like, I had family members and I like meet this guy for like an hour. And no, it's honestly, just like, it, it, this it, is like it, kind of like a similar wavelength. And like a guy like me or you. Like, but that's from Vancouver yeah. to Washington to Oregon to Cali mm-hmm. to probably Cabo, bro. Like, you know what I mean? But Sandy, you know, San Diego to Cabo. Like, I feel like, you know, and and don't get mad at me, Toronto and and East Coasters, but like we are a lot more uptight. We are a lot more up, uh, high strung than West Coast people are. Oh, definitely. And uh, you know, I can appreciate being like in some ways like I everywhere I went, I appreciated that I was like a Toronto person because I felt like like my street sense was a lot better than fucking the average person. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you understand, you understand, you can watch everybody that's on the street. You understand what's going on. But at the same time, I kind of do envy like being a little bit more relaxed of a person. Yeah. And like, you know, from like I said, Vancouver to Seattle, even if it is fucking pissing rain, cause that shit was depressing the fuck out of me. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're not that sad about it. 
They're no, like they're they're, just, they're you got like a okay, cool vibe, like, yeah, like whatever, yeah. like it's whatever, you know, and like I even noticed like a lot through like the KOTD guys who yeah. come down to. I kind of I kind of took a break from like doing battle rap content right now, but uh, a lot of like the guys from the West Coast they became like some of like my best friends in that circle and i'm closer i see some of these guys twice a year yeah and i feel way closer to them than (laughs) some guy a guy i see like every Every fucking month yeah (laughs) like it's insane it's and i made a couple friends down there i made a couple friends down there and honestly i feel like they are friends for life yeah because their energy is fucking infectious Mm -hmm. and it makes me feel good and i like making them feel good about like Man, yeah. I love the West Coast. I I can't wait to be back there. It cha- to me, my my dream is to spend six months a year in Canada and six months a year in California, and so I keep my O hip. Yeah, and, <laughs> Canadian. And if I can do like three months in Van and or you know a few mo- maybe four months in Vancouver and three months in or two months in in Toronto, and then the other six months in Cali. <sighs> That's a dream right there. That's bro. awesome. That's a dream right one there. One day, man. I'm working man, on it, you've man. Been, like, that's... You've been crushing it, man. Like, you can... Man, the fucking sky's the limit with you, though. And you know that, man. Like, I, I think it is the sky's the limit for yeah. all of us. We just need to take that jump, right? Like, yeah. my, my whole shout out to the homie, Justin Main. Yes. Uh, who, <laughs> who, uh, who, like, told me when I met him a few years ago. Yeah. We, he, was, he had just quit his job from Honda. And to to chase his love of photography and, and to chase his passion and his being his career and granted he is one hell of a great uh, amazing photo- photoshopper which I am not anywhere near or on any level near him. You so guys like, do similar things but different things. We do different things. Like yeah. I focus more on the photography, he focuses more on the editing. You yeah, know what I mean so and and fuck yeah, his editing is next level. But he told me like years ago when we first met, and I was still working at an uh, insurance job, and I still had doing music on the side and photography. And he's like, "Bro, the only way you're gonna make this shit really happen is if you fucking quit your job and you go at this shit full time." Yeah, and then and shout outs to Corey Lee, music girl, uh, the singer, the actress that show, told me years ago the only time like when we were in a, in Dominican shooting a music video, and mm-hmm. I, and we we're in in like 2011. She told me the only way you're gonna make it as a producer engineer is if you go at it full time, because when you have a hundred percent into it, yeah, that's when you're like that's when you feel like you have like you know. Just and it's it's somewhat scary to make that jump. And like guys like me and you, we're fucking crazy. Like we'll do that jump. But some people like they, no, they might scary. be listening at home and they'll no, be no, like, no, holy fuck, wrong. like what's gonna happen? What's gonna happen? Don't get me and, wrong. My mom, if she was still around, would be fucking all over me, but she's yeah. not. So, mm-hmm. you know, my fortunately my dad has been mostly supportive. Mostly. Yeah. Uh of my uh adventure right now so uh you know man like you have one life to live and people and as cheesy as that is to say like it's true it really is true and how many like for real like how many we back to the point of like some of our our friends that have grown up and now have kids and have all those things like uh, i know they're happy and it's like in some ways but i know they're also incredibly envious or of of not just you know what you and I or or any of us are doing, but just the way that we're living life, the way that we're able to um, do it for ourselves. And I know that's selfish, 
but I'd rather. I don't know. I to me, it's like you you're gonna pa- whatever energy you're you have. Yeah, you're passing that on to your kids. Mm-hmm. And I know right now that in the last few years, I've felt this crazy feeling inside of me that I need to chase things like I can't. So for me to have a kid right now, we just put a stunt on everything that I ever fucking wanted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You I, got so much momentum now and you're building something right now. Or a lot, I think a lot of people are, but they, but they, but kids and families and, 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 and expectations of our fam of our, of our, of our families. You know what I mean? Our yeah. dad, moms and dads and everything clamp down on what we actually maybe want to do yeah i noticed that within myself and just recent reflecting over the last three years that i was heavily influenced by family and people around me and it was almost like i wasn't my true self it took like me just kind of like going through like some this is some hippie shit but like meditative practices and just like seeing who i am it's like what really makes me happy and what am I doing right now just trying to make other people happy? And that was like a big part of what I was doing. And then I realized you can't make everybody happy at the same time. Like there's got to be like some type of balance. And and since since that hit me, like my life changed totally doing this stuff. Totally. And the key, that's the the, the one word that I, you just said it is that I always work on uh, balance. Mm -hmm. The key to life is balance, but it's incredibly uh, difficult to achieve at all times, right? Or even a lot of the time uh, or much of the, like it just, it's, you know, balance between work and life and, and enjoyment and, 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 you know, like actual, like it's, it's, it's difficult, but that to me is something that, that I'm always looking to achieve. And, uh, man, like it's just, uh, we, 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 there's so much focus on the worrying about the future, Mm -hmm. but what happens if there is no future? Yeah. Right. Like, so, so, um, and I guess like, you know, that's somewhat of a reckless attitude, but at the same time, people constantly tell me, people constantly tell you to live for the moment, live for the day, live for today, you know, live for today, live for the moment. Well, if I'm living for the moment that I'm enjoying having a drink and fucking talking to you right now, you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, or I'm enjoying going out and shooting or I'm going and doing different things or maybe I'll take a chance on doing this, taking a chance Oh, what about the future? What happens if you fucking die tomorrow? Like, did you did you die happy? Because I'll tell you, I'll be real with you. Now I can die happy. <laughs> I I I've been I've been chasing my dream for the last year. Yeah, I've and I've been traveling and I've been doing and I've been taking chances and I've been. After that road trip, I was like, you know what? I'm good. Now I want I want much more. Yeah, but I can at least die that knowing that I did something that was incredibly important to me. <laughs> And that I've been taking chances ever since. Yeah. And taking chances is is people will look at me and I'm like I'm like yeah like like what are you doing for work? I'm like oh I'm doing all kind of, a bunch of shoot here shoot here shoot so it's all piece work and I'm like yeah it's piece work. Mm-hmm. They're like oh you don't like uh, that's the you don't miss the stability of your of, of a regular paycheck. I'm like well yeah of course a regular paycheck is nice but yeah a regular paycheck is not living in a lot of ways. No like sometimes it's comforting because you it's know it's comforting, coming, but at the same time. You're putting yourself in somebody else's schedule. And well, and, and and like and someone said it to me a while ago too. Like, you know, do you want to work all these hours and all these all this effort and all these things to building someone else's dream, mm-hmm. or do or you want to you build w- your own? 
you want to build your own and yeah maybe and you know maybe and and don't get me wrong not everyone is meant to do that like uh, we need we need people to be workers at at a, at other people's businesses yeah the, the, the society, and some people are happy doing it too and as well, that's yeah, fine like cool, i yeah. don't want to knock those people mm-hmm. you know what i mean but i am not fucking one of those people yeah. because i am not happy working in that same kind of fashion anymore mm-hmm. yeah i feel you i tried <laughs> many I've times tried. many i've times. tried it and my, you know what my brain like the the happiest i was was at a job that didn't need too much of my mind mm-hmm. so i just did a little bit of physical work throughout the day and i could do my own I, my mind could still be in my own shit yeah. and then i and like literally the moment i left work i didn't have to think about it so i just left work and i got to do my own thing so like that's the kind of j- day job that i that i liked yeah. but at the same time ultimately i couldn't even be there you know what hit me with like this kind of whole concept of people like me and yourself and like many other people who i have on the show or i've met or whatever i was in school and i was learning everything but my marks were terrible. Yeah, I go there, I listen, and then it's just like I take it in for it, what it is. It turns into um, a repetitive thing with like whether it's homework. It's like I'm repeating this thing I already know, and then my brain goes somewhere else. And I wasn't even in a video course, but I'm teaching myself video editing, and like I'm like I'm just like I know, I know. a whore for learning new things. I know, and so. This is supposed to be an educational system, well, and I'm learning more than my peers. But and but, they're they're calling me up in the middle of the night. It's like, oh, can you help me with this project? Yeah, blah 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 yeah. blah. They're on the honor roll, <laughs> and I'm like borderline, like just getting but by. Here's the thing. But, here's the thing yeah. is that I think the way that our education is that's a whole other. Yeah, this is like another. That's, thing. That's another <laughs> We're gonna do a part two. <laughs> but I saw like I saw something one day that was talked about the car. Like look at look at the changes that have happened with the automobile, the like the car yeah. in the last hundred and fifty years. Look at the difference. The way that like um. Like a lot of things have happened in uh, everything that has happened in the last 150 years. And then look at the way that like kids all sat in a classroom in the 1800s. Yeah. And the way that kids are still sitting in a classroom in the 2000s. It looks pretty much the, like you could look at a picture of the kids in the 1800s and they're all sitting in rows and they're all sitting at a desk mm-hmm. listening to a teacher. It doesn't why, adapt. Why is that not adapted? Yeah. Especially with the way point, we right? receive like, information now. Ah, and like, it's totally different. It's so much faster so than why, like going to an institution. Right, like, so there's evolution. In, like, there's always evolution of everything. Especially you know, if, there's, if there's ever been advancement in the wor- history of the world, it has been in the last hundred years. That we've advanced more in the last hundred years than we did in thousands of years yeah. before that, right? So why does school look the exact same as it did in the 1800s? Doesn't make sense. It doesn't. Yeah. And, and and so the, the whole idea of grading people on A's and B's and this and that and everything, we learn differently. The kids are different. They have fucking learning problems. The learning advances. Like the internet changed. Like the, if anything, the last, you know, 15, 20 years with the internet, Definitely. Like, that shit has changed everything. Yeah. So how do you not change the, everything that is happening with the education of our, our youth? I think so it might be like a fear thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, bro, it's systematic systematic yeah. things you the 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 world the same as like um uh pharmaceuticals you don't it's 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 better to keep people sick so you can just keep it keeping them and just keep them medicated <laughs> than to actually cure them so if you give them a pill that cures them they don't need the pill anymore yeah if you give them a that just keeps them hanging on then they need to still buy the pill 
Yeah. And that's fucking truth. And that's, and that's, and that's it, right? So I like, could go off. I know. I, know, I, know. I love it. No, I don't want to get, it. get into no, conspiracy no. theories yeah. here. Like that. And I'm not a conspiracy yeah. theorist at all. I don't like to be that guy who's just because it's very negative. Hmm. to live in that world of being always like yeah, so all the government's trying to fuck us and people obsess like an Whoa. Alex Jones type no, dude Alex or Jones is. is nuts yeah and the, I seen him crying on his fucking show like a couple weeks yeah, ago he's, he's like, like he's like oh Hillary's killing us Hillary's a lizard <laughs> <laughs> like, damn it! I'm gonna hurt my voice, yeah. and, and he's just. I watched that clip where he's just crying. Yo, shout outs to the fact that we're 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 taping this on the day of the the. Uh, oh yeah, so this goes back to our last point that oh live for the God. moment. We not might not be here. <laughs> Yo, according t- to uh, Alex Jones, <laughs> straight up. If Trump gets in today, or if Hillary Kill- gets in today, <laughs> Hillary. Either way, we're fucked. Yeah, we're like fucked. like right when I hit stop on this, re- this yeah, recorder yeah. like fucking like the nukes might just start oh, flying man. or whatever oh man that's amazing yeah. like what an interview this is <laughs> this is, like- is intense <laughs> i like it <laughs> we've gone through so many topics yeah. right you, now you know what's really funny i had like a bunch of topics like directed like at you just kind of explain like your photography yeah, yeah, or whatever yeah. we went down a rabbit hole but i like <laughs> this is a good fucking episode it is the best it is, episodes is. is like when it just like Goes in all different directions because you know, yeah. I'm that kind of guy too. Yeah. I like to talk. I just like the extreme of consciousness. Yeah, Lee, can I get you for a part two one day? Fuck yeah, bro! Yeah, because there's like a whole thing I wanted to dive into with yourself as well. Okay, but right now I'm just gonna plug your shit. You do shop by yeah. solo. Yeah, shopbysolo.com. Yes, and guys, you should definitely look it up. Look Thank it you. up. Everything he has fucking beautiful pictures of beautiful women and landscapes too and yeah. uh i got i mean i do everything you know holla at your boy like yeah yeah i'd be on set uh for some movies and i'll do i'll shoot your kids uh but not not actually like with the you know with a camera and everything I'll be yeah nice no no it. you're a good dude <laughs> <laughs> i think that's what like this is kind of cool too when i look at your work too and like you do like a lot of stuff with like women models and yeah. stuff you you do it in like a sexy but a classy way yes, and sir. it shows that Lots of people like really trust you and bottom line, you're a photographer who shoots hot chicks, but you're not a creep, you know? It's well, that's like, the thing is that, like, to me, it's like the photography is not just so much about the, the, fo- the outcome of the photo. It's about the experience, right? Like, yeah. For, for the, for the model or like whether I'm shooting uh, a, a model, a female model, babe, or whatever you want to say, or I'm shooting a rapper or I'm shooting a male model or I'm shooting a family and their kids. Like I make everyone feel comfortable. I make, it's all about, it's about the experience. And I like being, I like, being a happy personable person so i think that comes through and i make people feel like it looks like you're just having a fun time with people and And i make everyone my number one thing is to make i don't care if how old you are male or female uh or how young you are i'm my number one thing is to make you look you and look and feel cool you know what i mean so if you look and feel cool like you feel cool then i'll make you look cool and then you're gonna love your photo it's beautiful man that's awesome. That's it. And I got to give you a big high five on the babes with boards or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you're, man, that was a, just an idea like four or five years ago. Man. And you're doing it. You're I'm, doing I'm it. I'm working on it, man. I'm no, working it's on it. Like, but even like if it's not like legitimately on skateboards or whatever. Well, it is. But it's just like, but I, I, got, I got a couple skateboards yeah. now. I got but, a couple, but I, and there's selling on my website with your photography for and sure, all like sure. um, doing with the models and everything. And now you got your whole network of like thing. It's like, it's, changed. it's happening. It's changed. Like it's, changed. it's just like, it's, it's kind of cool 
when you think about shit like that, when things are just like kind of a little idea and you just put it out there and it fucking happens. And it fe- yeah, it festers to actually be something. Yeah, no, you're yeah. right. You're right. You're right. It's, uh, that kind of snowballed awesome. with like where we are right now as well too. Totally. Like from my fucking random videos and stuff, I noticed I was doing a lot of media stuff. Yeah. And sometimes the guy's supposed to ask the questions when show up, and then I just wing it, and they're like, "Oh, you're decent at this. Like, do you want to do more?" And I do that, and then yeah. I'm meeting my favorite bands and stuff like that. I'm working for all these sites, Energy. and then all of a sudden Energy, I'm like, bro. even though like you know me not as an audio guy, I'm like. I love podcasts. Well, I love to- I realize through video yeah. that I love just the conversation in interviewing yeah. slash having genuine conversations with people yeah. and it just snowballed cool. into me doing this. Doing like, this yeah. First episode, I just had this little device here that I'm holding up and I was in a park and there was like sirens in the background. <laughs> and all of a sudden, now I'm in this fucking bar, and like it's crazy. Like that's you just fucking, put it out there, crazy, and that's like dude. with you and the babes and the boards oh, and the evolution. Ever- of ourselves, yeah, right? and we have to we have to evolve. And and if you put out the good energy, yeah, then and like you said, you it, someone told me a long time ago, like speak into existence. Yes, and that's what I was trying to go for. Somebody told me that as well. It's speak like, into existence, yeah. man. So you know, talk about what you want to happen. Yeah, and and you know, it's like the you know the, all the power of the secret and all that kind of shit. But like talk, you know, th- what you think about is what's going to happen. Which your the energy you put into your thoughts is more likely what's going to happen, mm-hmm. right? So when you stress about things and you think about all those bad things, they're more likely to happen. And I definitely go through those waves. Yeah, every I think everybody does because because our our society has has taught us to doubt. Mm-hmm. Especially you turn on like uh, media, like you don't turn on the news and it's just like all happy, you know? It's no, just like I somebody got stabbed, somebody got Bro, shot. I, I learned Trump's to stop a watching. dick, Hillary's yeah. a cunt. It's like I stopped watching. The I, world's used to stop, end. I used to watch the seven o'clock, eight, like seven a.m. news, yeah. the six p.m. news, eleven p.m. news. I don't watch none of that anymore yeah. because it's just pure negative, half the time fear mongering. Uh, kind of shit, man. Yeah. Like it, the the news has made you to fear the world that is live out there, and like, and I'll tell you, like I took that drive all the way across Toronto, like the to Vancouver, all these different places, and man, you don't got to be scared. Like just. Go out in the world with your Toronto confidence, and you'll be good. Yeah, just wa- be careful when you're climbing mountains. Be careful when you're climbing mountains. <laughs> getting lost in the in the bush. Uh, LAPD definitely did. mountain lions. Yeah, mountain lions. Uh, undertow in Orange County. Oh, d- uh, dude, water sometimes <laughs> scares me, yo, dude. When you said undertow, like I had a bad experience. Yeah, with it. Yeah, dude, water is intense, especially the ocean. <laughs> the ocean is yeah. a beast. Dude. We it's know more. It. We supposedly know more about space, space than, the, than the ocean. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Yeah, fucking that, Godzilla's under there, dude. That blows my mind, man. Like. Yeah. So anyway, we, yeah. I'm coming back for interviews. Yes, round two, we, bro. I'm not done with you. You got to come back, man. Okay, <laughs> this okay. is awesome, I'm man. Coming and, back. And thank you, man. This was like super interesting. Totally, and, bro. And beyond all this recording shit, it's good to just have a fucking talk with you. You're for a great sure. dude, man. Nah, you're a great dude, yeah. man. I, we always have great energy together, and I really appreciate you having me through, man. So like, thank you for thank you for the opportunity. Thanks once again for checking out the Creative and Balance podcast, and thank you, Lee Solo. Also, thank you to our venue, the Pacific Junction Hotel, home of Girth Radio and home of the Creative Imbalance. I can't even say the name of my own podcast. The home of the Creative Imbalance podcast. This next track is from the man Lee Solo. Like, 
It's from a few years back. It's from when he made that album we were talking about on the show. It's also how uh, we kind of bonded with that music video, and there's a music video for this song as well. So this is Solo Red featuring Shaw Prince and Jesse Burke, and this song is called Fly. Girth Radio. Every step I take, I take a little wisdom And I put it all together, learn really why I'm living like one I don't know where I am 